Damien Dealthorpe grew up in the food district of Kin Shannon. His mother, Eldina, was the right hand of the Dawn of Wheat. The northwest wheat fields that the Dehilthorpe family managed was the second highest productivity year-round for wheat. Damien and his brother would often work the fields tirelessly before turning to their education in the evenings. With the druid elder Gildrin Drazelyig, they would coach themselves to be some of the best druids of the land, so that when it was their time to work the fields, they could bring honor to the Wheat family. Late one night, Damien was coming home from his classes when he noticed a purple haze drifting across the ground. The Wheat was eerily still. There was no wind, yet there was movement. Damien took the path he took every day to get home, and what he found was his dear mother, Elodina, laying on the ground. There were arrows, but not quite. When he grabbed at these arrows in panic, they vanished into fog. There were scorch marks on the ground, but there was no damage to the wheat fields. How could this be? When Damien returned home to his brother Thralden asleep, he woke him, panicked. Thralden couldn't believe it. Thralden lost his wits. Thralden ran out into the fields. Damien tried to chase him. But the fog... The fog got too deep that night. Too dark. Too dense. The air was too eerie. Thralden vanished. All Damien had left was the dawn. The dawn of wheat. The dawn took him in. Cared for him. This is why Damien chose to be the dawn's bodyguard. For as long as he could. But he knew one day he had to solve the murder of his mother, Elodina, and the mystery of the scorched ground. Previously on Half Party. Last time on the Halfest Party. I close my eyes only for a moment, and the moment's gone. I roll my dice, hoping all four twenties, maybe nineteens too, but ones kill the dawn, kill the dawn of wheat. Where is the dawn? The dawn of wheat is gone, half party. Damien Diorkinson. J.H. Jean-Pierre Duvernay. Pierre Desperot. What do these men have in common? Well, what they have in... Shoes. Ch- shoes? Yeah, they all wear shoes. I don't... He was doing so well. Can I you don't... not interrupt him? <laughs> Sorry, it was a rhetorical question. I take it back. Yeah, take it back. But I'm, 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 also, I'm also curious if, if I ever described Damien with shoes. He's got slippers that allow him to spider climb. He has spider to wear climb. shoes. Boots. You're right. Okay, boots. Yep. They're slippers. Slippers? Yeah, they're slippers. Oh, they're slippers. They're like house yeah. shoes. Oh, God. Oh, I don't know how they stay okay. on. Well, I can tell you that those three men, who also have one other thing in common, do you know what that one other thing is? I don't, Dan. Tell me. Is it rhetorical? No, that was a real one. The other thing oh. is that they're all in a hospital together. But they're not visiting it for themselves. 
They're visiting to find the dawn of wheat. What's this? Combat started? Ooh, mystical, magical spell that Justin used. Hypnotic pattern. Hypnotic pattern. Distracted some of the guards. And Jay Jean-Pierre Duvenet ran. He ran so far away. He got into a closet. He ran past... Uh, Damien? Damien. Damien, who also tried to run away, but found out very quickly how strong the characters that Bjorn had chosen were when they <laughs> multi-attacked him thrice, maybe? Four times? It was a thrice. lot. There was a spear thrice. in the shoulder. Like, I was gonna die, viewers. And not like the first time we died at the beginning of the season, but this time, it was serious. And it could have been that. Yeah, it yeah Actually, been yeah, I was not prepared to create another character. So I grasping vined him. I pulled the guard back. He screeched on the floor and clawed like a little child Clark. fucking deer, like with hooves. And then I ran. You're gonna, you're alienating our deer audience. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's okay. Deers. The centaurs have a corner on already being alienated. <laughs> how do you sit? Exactly. The viewers really want to know how do centaurs sit. I have a picture of how my dog sits on stairs, and that's how centaurs sit. Put that yep. on the web. Put that on the Twitter. That's right. Well, Damien ran down the hallway, and he remembered, I've got spider slippers. So he dove headfirst out the window, shattering the glass just like Spider-Man No Way Home, and he toe-tipped the windowsill, and he span a little bit. He landed in a, in a bush, and he took home the gold medal for the Kin Shannon Olympics. Of window diving. Then he caught um, caught Pierre, who didn't do so well. Um, while this was happening, J.H. was transforming into a janitor, then making some second guesses, like maybe I shouldn't go out as a janitor, so I'm going to be a nurse now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the nurse went to the Dawn's room after avoiding uh, evil dude. Furion. Furion. Furion, thank you. He avoided Furion, who teleported downstairs. The viewers don't need to know that. And then I spider climbed up the window, and I went in the wrong room. Mm-hmm. So I went down the hall to the right room, and that's where I saw the dawn of wheat with somebody. I guess a nurse was with him when his, like, in his list. Nobody knows. Nobody knows who that nurse was. Um, and then the, the dawn was dying, and he said, I love you. And I said, I love you too. Or actually, no, I said I love you. And then he's like, I know. And he did not Han Solo you. <laughs> he didn't Han Solo you. Don't, that's not what he said. Tell them what he said. Sorry, okay. Much sweeter moment. Sorry, sorry. So what had happened was he was like, hey, take this for me. And he handed me the cipher. That's a very important piece of information. And he said, you gotta find the almanac, boy. And the nurse was just awkwardly in the corner. And I was like, okay, don't, don't, don't give too much away. And then I said, hey, Don. He's like, yeah. And I was like, Don, I love you. And the Don was like, I love you too. I love you too. And then the light left from his eyes. And the nurse was like, hey, it's me, J.H. Jean-Pierre Duvenet. <laughs> And that's what happened. Like, to a fucking T. Nailed it. Yeah, spot on.
Everybody, welcome to Half Party. I'm Bjorn Falk, your DM. With me, as always, I have Justin, the Darkness Smith. Come into the light. I will show you. And Daniel, Silverboy Diagna. Fear me, for I am the darkness as well. <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of Half Party. Man, uh, pick up been a our l- adventure. Been a while. It's only yeah, been a it's minute. Been a while. It's only been two weeks since we recorded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do they not need to know that? Sorry, viewers. I, I love it. They, they have no idea. Bjorn will just polish it up. We'll polish it up. Yeah, we know that he definitely post. spends a lot of time <laughs> he'll, editing it. He'll just polish edit it. in the. It's only been redacted since we recorded. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, Justin, you think uh, you think you can squeeze this one in? Maybe you can just clean this up for me." Oh, we get, we, get, right we have now. to go do all the we have to go back into the studio every time and kind of record some new words. We do a lot of takes on this, guys. Yeah, it's roughly what what would you say, Justin? About three, three and a three, three or four hundred, maybe four hundred hours per episode. We really put the quality stamp on I, this. Sucker. It's at least three hours per episode. And and this is like viewers. This is news to me, right? Like I am not putting in that much time. No. You're the talent. That's why, I, that's why I put in maybe the first take and they add in all the responses. So I actually don't know how the story plays out. The way we record this is Dan just kind of talks for a while and then we have to figure out what he's trying to say. It's a, it's called puzzle puzzle party our new our new vendetta. Mm. Also viewers, we're starting a puzzle building um, club where we build puzzles and we send photos to each other. That actually sounds really fun. I like doing puzzles. Fuck. We're not doing that, viewers. <laughs> do you not like doing puzzles? I haven't done a puzzle since 19 diggity do. Castity. Does she not want to, what, finish the YMCA? There's... Did she not want to do the YMCA with us? blending or something happening. I don't know if y'all no. can hear that. Oh, yeah, we can yeah. hear that. We can hear that. She's definitely blending something. Yeah, the evidence probably. So, <laughs> we'll keep this part in. Yeah, let's uh, just keep this in, right? So, you guys blend anything recently? <laughs> like, you guys make any juices? You guys do any sweet, anything cool with smoothies these days? Yeah. Have you seen what they're doing with pineapple? Did I tell you about the time I tried to order ingredients to make a smoothie? No, you didn't. Tell me. So, I ordered groceries, like I do, because I don't have a car. And mm-hmm. I ordered apple juice and a strawberry banana smoothie mix. So the mix would Ooh. be delivered, right? Sounds delicious. So what I got in return, like NFL draft style, was I mm-hmm. got a bag of frozen peas, a bag of frozen corn, some mini ice cream sandwiches, and some mini drumsticks. Now, Justin, I know you're a doctor. That's I haven't gotten my license yet, but... Um, would you say that that is what you ordered or not what you ordered? Uh, statistical evidence indicates that that is not what he ordered. That's right. Interesting, interesting, Daniel. Alternative facts could be out. presented, though, to the case. It's a wild, mm. crazy time when the truth can be twisted. It's got a point. Daniel. Yes. What happened? On Half Party? 
I already did. No, no. how was that? How the, was the smoothie? the smoothie? Oh, I never made the smoothie because I didn't have the ingredients. You did. They gave you the ingredients. No, they. Mm. They wanted you to have a pea <laughs> corn <laughs> ice cream sandwich <laughs> drumstick smoothie. Okay. And that was the day half party broke up. <laughs> you don't like my. This is avant garde cooking. You know, you don't appreciate it. The three of us just have to go our separate ways and record a podcast once a week. <laughs> just do our own <laughs> sections. <sighs> you find yourselves in the hospital, in the room of the Dawn of Wheat, who has just passed away. Gathering yourselves, you. Um, Maybe take a deep breath, uh, pause for a moment to consider the life of this once great man. Uh, Sarah McLaughlin plays lightly in the background. No, this is this is Damien singing. Oh, I apologize. He's, he's, he's singing From the bard, falsetto. Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. Um, Damien begins to sing in a falsetto that you have never heard before, Doc. Um, growing a little bit concerned, you do hear some commotion in the hallway, as though there may be people coming. Damien, Damien, I am so sorry to interrupt your grieving process, but I feel like it is time for us to depart. Perhaps through the window. And I and I put my meat cleaver of a hand on his shoulder. Because I am an orc, viewers. I don't know if you remember this. Seven feet tall. Seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. And and I look at him with red teary eyes. I'm so sorry for you. And I just go, let's run away. Agreed. Uh, Through the window? Do you need help through the window? Um, All right. And I, I like, start to pick (laughs) his backside up and start moving towards the window. Like, get the, the, put your hands out, open the window. I feel like this could be a little more elegant. You came, you came in through a window, correct? Down the hall. Could you come out this window? And I, I like, I'm, I'm being bodily hoisted. I'm just trying to lift the window. I'm like, it, I feel like you could. How far down is it? It's like three. You guys are on, you, yeah. You guys are on a couple stories up. Like two, three stories. Yeah. Well, it, oh. why don't you go out first? Yes. Oh, okay. I'll set you down, boy. I'd, All right. I open up the windows. Can I open up the windows? You can open up the windows. All right. Thank you for not making me roll that. While he's doing that. <laughs> Strength just, check I, on the window. I just no, go, like, you're good. lock good. the door it's... to the Don's room. Just jump by us a little extra time. Smart. So. And I wipe down the doorknob. <laughs> of course. Damn it. I was going to catch you. I know. Is there? I wipe is... down any surfaces that could be. <laughs> Little do we know that Doc has been wearing a hairnet this entire time. Whole time. Are you outside the window, Damien? Yes, no, I'm outside the window. Are you going to come get in my arms? Yeah, is that all right? I mean, I don't know I've been how holding you'll... them out for a while now. Well, there. Uh, Are you done me cleaning away. the room? I thought you weren't a janitor. And then I close the window as I get into his arms. I'm like, shall we proceed? Maybe to a bar. I feel like I could use a drink, some type of libation. Dude, can can we see a bar from up here? You you recall the um, hospital bar here, across the yeah, street. Yeah, going to the hospital bar just across the street. All right. I know a great place. And I there's there's a wonderful bartender, Jeremy. 
Jeremiah. I, I've, I've got him in my arms, right? His lengthy mm-hmm. body, like a like a limp pool noodle. I'm I'm a little and, lighter than you think. Like oh, getting okay. getting into getting onto um, what I imagine is a man doing a very impressive plank, climbing into his arms outside of a window. I feel like it's going to be a little bit um, of maybe a more precarious uh, maneuver as you get out of that window. Can you give me a either um, we'll do acrobatics or dex check, whichever you prefer. Of course, and that's the pleasure is all mine. <laughs> that is a modified twenty. absolutely no problem so elegantly done and you feel this gentle shift of weight coming into your arms um damien uh give me a strength check to hold on to him as you're making your way down the wall i am live like a cat you said strength right yeah how strong well i'll tell you how strong i got a i got a A 12. Okay. Well, that, good news. That's that's good enough for you to take him all the way down this wall uh, and then plop him maybe like a couple feet higher than you would normally plan to, but you can kind of like cover it and pretend like you meant to just give him an elegant uh, drop off the wall. And with his excellent dex check, he has lands on his feet perfectly comfortable. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, because I didn't think he was as tall, like I, the depth perception of where his feet hitting the ground would be. Yep. Yeah. Okay. He's, the proportions are all off. You're sideways on a building. It's really strange. Yeah, he's not seven um, feet tall. When I hit the ground, I, I return to my normal appearance. Okay. Um, and uh, you guys um, collect yourselves and look uh, just across the street um, through the bushes. There is uh, a bar called the Be Good Bar. Shall we? Yeah. Yeah, I need a drink. Uh, I will buy the first round of many, <laughs> I suppose. And maybe the second. If we're lucky, <laughs> you guys make your way across the street. Uh, the bar is pretty, pretty sparsely in- inhabited at this point. Um, it's like mid afternoon now. <laughs> it's like one uh, thirty in the afternoon, right? <laughs> Two o'clock. Yeah. You see, you see a couple folks um, who maybe have just finished a shift at the hospital there. Um, a few sat- sadder folks who may be there quite more than they should be. Um, but the the bar is pretty open, uh, and behind the bar, you see a rather large uh, bullywug standing on his uh, back two legs there um, and uh, using his tongue to help him clean up um, different spots on the bar uh, very dexterously as he's preparing for the evening rush. Uh, uh, allow me, Damon. I will, I will take care of the Jeremiah is a good friend of mine. Jeremiah, you are such a big boy. Look at you. Cleaning, well, with, your, cleaning with your tongue as always. Oh, you know that's how I do. I know very, very well, my friend. I've heard of your reputation. I need, of course, the usual for myself. And Damien, would you like a an ale or perhaps something stronger? And you, you turn and ah, Damien's just wailing at this point, like, <laughs> oh my! Uh, uh, I shall return for the drinks. I'm going to take him to the, the oh, corner booth. Is that, is that okay? And drink. and I I turn away from Jeremiah and I go I to my friend Damien. Yes, it's coming, my friend. Come on, what let's get you let's get you, get you out me? of the door, What'd out of the doorway. Uh, I I got you what I always get. Okay. I figured that'd be the best place to start. Something strong to take the edge off. And can I 
can I do a, like I want to find a corner booth? Can I do like a scan? I mean, I know this place like I know like the back of my hand. I just want to do like a perception check. Um, or... I think you you could you could take a look around. Give me a, a history check to see if you can remember like where kind of the flow of traffic goes, where you might be able to find a secluded spot. That's a that's a critical failure. It seems like they've maybe rearranged or redecorated. I just was hoping um, to see someone or Despero. Because Doc didn't know that Despero was going to this bar. Oh, right, right, right. No, no, you don't see Despero in here at all. Oh, okay. um, you, you think that they've rearranged everything. It, from your recollection, this was a very, like, uh, silver gilt, like, 1950s-style diner. And now it's much more of a traditional uh, folksy fantasy tavern. Um, they've gone and changed the aesthetic uh, to something that might be more in tune with the general town aesthetic as well. Um they got a lot of complaints about it being a little bit gaudy. Uh, so uh, Jeremiah um, uh, brings over uh, the martinis as, as requested. Um, and it brings them up to the bar and says, you're welcome to just uh, sit here. I'd love to catch up if you got a minute. This, that would be lovely. Um, does, does this come in a bigger glass? I uh, yeah. think you probably get a start in there, my friend. L- um, I don't, Jeremiah, and I just I, shoot the whole thing and I go, I'll have another one then. I just slide mine to him. I'm like, here, it's very well. Take this one. It'll take the edge off. Uh, yeah, we're here. If, I know Point that you've taken. got and other... He begin, he's preparing cust- the other you drink. have other customers, but what, you know, we're here to catch up. Oh, it's it's pretty quiet right now. And you see him, like, turn his head and he flicks out his tongue and he, like, busses the table with his tongue just by pulling the stuff off of it. Always Not too bad right now. Scintillating and alarming at the same time, Jeremiah. I don't know hey, how you, it's quite sanitary, to be honest, but it is impressive. That's fair enough. You guys, do you want these don't. empty glasses? I think I might need some more. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. And he he actually just takes those, um, quickly douses them in the sanitary fluids to make sure that they are now back to being uh, clean. Rubs them with a uh, his bar napkin and then. Uh, pours in the drinks and serves them up to you again. And this time it's just a really heavy. Um, and I'm holding board. both of them, just kind of staring at them while you guys talk. Go for it, Damien. Drown your sorrows, my friend. And he begins preparing the next round. Um, he says, you guys happen, haven't seen, like, a, there's this, I think he's he's some kind of weird dude. He's He's got a strange accent. Um, he doesn't talk too much, but he was in here. Earlier, I think he's in the in the bathroom. Are you now, talking about Carol Shelby? No, I believe that he's describing Pierre Despero. Does he speak that with a French right. accent? Like that, yeah. yeah. Kind and of funny. Dine of tiny mustache. Yes. Yeah, that's Pierre. Oh. He is our uh, associate. Yeah. But he went to the bathroom. He's, you say he said he was looking. He was looking for you guys and to let him know when you got here. I wanted to make sure it wasn't anything, you know, sketchy. Uh, I don't believe it's a setup this time, Jeremiah. Not like back in August. Um, no, I think is he in the back room? Should we head that way? Oh, bathroom, just bathroom. He'll be he'll be right back out oh. in a second. I'm sure. Are, they, are you boys hungry at all? I'm sure. I'm I'm quite famished, actually. Damon, would you be interested in any type of of, well, of meal? Do Do you have anything to pair with some more of these drinks? I like these drinks. He, pour, he pours up the next round and slides them to you guys. I'm going to take sure there's one three this of time. these. I'll take there's three now. Hey. So two for Damien, hey. one for Doc. Thank you. I take the two glasses. <laughs> there's enough to go around. And uh, 
And he, he goes, oh, of course, I, I'll, I'll, I'll have the chef throw something together that's just for you guys. Perhaps some, some duck might be very good. I know that at one time the chef here did have a very good duck confit. And then uh, <laughs> maybe we could do some type of warm summer squash soup. How I'll does see that what I sound, can, Damien? I'll see what I can have them pull, pull together for you. That sounds nice. Jeremiah, you are such a darling. Thank you very much. Jeremiah hops back um, through the swinging doors to the kitchen. Um, and as he does, out from another door just down the build, just down the, the room there, um, you see Pierre Despereau uh, begin to slowly stagger out um, as he comes over to the, recognizes you guys. Hey, uh, uh, you guys. Well, everyone, has this now I'm, descended into a drunken debauchery discussion? No. I am no, <laughs> gravely no. unprepared. No. This is very good detective work. We are doing our best work now. All yes, right. you are very right. <laughs> now that I've is that what dealt, this has become? Are now that now? I've dealt, now that I've dealt with my grief, everybody lean in. I would definitely is, lean in at this. Is point. everybody Pierre? Pierre rests his head on the bar right next to you. Cool, thank you. I'm gonna open this and I pull out the cipher and I unroll it. So in the cipher, you actually see um, a rather complex system of relating one one phrase to a different letter, uh, where you're breaking down in bits essentially what would be the terms in the almanac, and finding the pattern, and then associating that to another letter, and making that the code that um, that uh, the Don of Wheat had used. I would um, like- so with this, it's a unique key. And is the only way to solve the code that's in the almanac. I look to the automated quill and book that Carol Shelby has shared with us, and Mm -hmm. I see if it is able to transcribe this cipher. Perhaps we may have another copy besides this one. Um, the, the, you kind of like give that mental instruction to your notebook and it begins the copy down. Wonderful. Uh, the cipher. And I, and I go, this is too much. For where my head's at, due to these drinks, and I roll it back up. Look, if if I may, Damien, I'm, I'm going to continue transcribing it to our log. Okay, I unroll it. <laughs> As you try to roll it up, the the pen actually like stops you and like nudges the the scroll back <laughs> up. Trying and to get like, to it. Writing. No, 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 no. All right. Yeah, Damien. Yeah. I, perhaps we need to go home to k- to Carol Shelby's and regroup and maybe take a rest and uh, you can collect your thoughts now because you, I believe, have had six of my martinis. Six of your martinis. I don't think I've had that many. We need to have some more and then we do whatever you just said. Very well. Um, <laughs> can I roll this up yet? Uh, I turn to the book and I look to the, I look to the comic, I look inquisitively at the floating quill uh, the floating quill gives you a brisk nod. Very well, Damon. Please secure that in your cool. safest pocket. Cool, cool. And I roll it up, and I put it in my vest pocket where the spores used to live. Mm-hmm. And I close that pocket up. As you close it up, uh, out through the from the kitchen door, uh, hops Jeremiah with a couple plates full of food um, and a large, large, large stein of water. 
Um, and he puts the large stein of water in front of Pierre and then the food in front of you guys. It is, in fact, two servings of duck confit. Um, and there's only one bowl of soup with two spoons. And he's, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry, but just running low on soup today. No, it is splendid that you even have it. It smells delightful. Damien, would you care for some of this soup? Or may I have the first bite? Please. If you put it in a martini glass, I won't know any different. I think we will have two more for my friend, bringing him to a total of eight. And I think of eight course. would be great. Sounds sounds lovely, and he begins making the drinks. You mentioned... Carol Shelby. How do you know Carol? He's a he's a secret agent. Jeremiah, I did not know that you were a friend of Carol Shelby. Are you familiar with him? Everybody knows Carol. Welcome, welcome. Chamber pots can be your friends. And you know why? Because they stink. Just like this ad stinks. And it's the best ad because it's about cleaning up your pots. Your chamber pots. If I have to scrub one more pot from one more potty mouth son of a gun. And he does. Yeah, because I have to do it this week. You have to do it next week. Don't lie to me. And I love doing it every week. You do not love doing it. No one likes because subscribers to this special deal we're offering oh, it's special offer their praise yeah. yes a chamber pots are our friends we promise your booty will smell what's what's our favorite catchphrase they'll smell like what they'll smell like roses that's right they'll smell like roses this job Constabulary aren't exactly helpful anymore. And I and help I, me out of these tight spots. And I lean forward and I go, Jeremiah, you see these glasses? Uh, of course I do. I got them from Carol Shelby. Very nice. And Friends of Carol his Shelby. Slippers as well. Oh, and here, look at this. And I pull up are, the I pull the slippers off my feet and I wave them in front of him. The are those? Oh, those aren't. No, those aren't the springing and striding. Those must be the. Uh, Spider slippers. Yeah, and I and behind me, I just like stick one to the wall. Very Doc cool. leans back in his chair and starts rolling a a, a nail. Jeremiah, you sh- sure know a lot about this. I was unfamiliar with your your perhaps expertise. I dabbled a bit. You know, you see a lot of things come through here, 
and it's been pretty uh, informative to have some of the more uh, affluent folks over here, but near the hospital. They seem to have quite a few trinkets on their hands as well. Something of a hobbyist. Jeremiah, does Furion ever come in here, our dear lord and counselor of Kinshannon? Well, you know, and I'm pretty happy he doesn't. Yeah, we ran into him and some of his gods that were um, less than cordial. They um, put this in my shoulder, and I turn and show him the open wound. And Jeremiah's mouth just falls to the ground, like completely open, shocked. He goes, are, are, are you okay? Do, do you need help? He's fine. I'm, He's fine. We actually, had a little bit of a spat. I could use some health potions if we have some. Damien, this is why yeah. we're going home to but Why place. would we go home when we could get health potions here? Because... Soon it's closing time. Look at where the sun it's is. It's 1.17. In the morning. They cannot what? believe you're drunk, my friend. It is less so late. We need to go home. You don't have to go home, but you just can't stay here. Isn't that right, Jeremiah? Can I, uh, is, it, in my drunken stupor, can I tell if people are coming into the building? Um, in There's a been, second. Okay. In, uh, in that moment, when you look back at Jeremiah... He's watching you, Doc, knowing you, knowing your past, having been friends for a long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some would call you like a good friend. Jeremiah, yes. Yeah. And he, uh, there's a moment of like connection between you two. Um, Roll an insight check. Mm. It's a 12. 12. <laughs> so so what I was doing, um, this is like a connection that you can make with your folks in your past. Uh-huh. Um, the idea is that you have to get somewhere near what they roll. Okay. Uh, I was going to say within five either way to give you a pretty, pretty sure. broad. He rolled a 12. There you go. That was dead on. Dead so on. you look <laughs> at him, this, you've known Jeremiah for such a long time. He's helped you out of a couple tight spaces. You've helped him in return. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you guys have been close. Um, and maybe not sharing secrets, but definitely trust each other. Um, and you see Jeremiah uh, reach into his sleeve and on a bracelet that he has um, that's really like finely adorned with what appear to be small crystals. Um, he pulls one of the crystals out of the bracelet, sets it on the bar, and smashes it with the, uh, the, um, the shaker, shaker from making the martinis. And he goes, okay, uh, seems like you're in a spot of trouble. And I might be able to help you out here. And as he says that, uh, from the kitchen, you hear a whirling pots being smashed about, uh, some papers flying, a a general cacophony. You see some bright lights shining. And then you hear some exclamations from the cooks in the back. uh, And the doors swing open. And through the doors comes Carol Shelby. And he goes... Jeremiah, are are you okay? Is is everything all right? Oh, hi guys, what's 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 going on? And and I'm a he when he walks through, I'm about to smash a martini glass because I thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> well, do you smash it or not? No, Carol yeah. Shelby walked through the door. Oh, okay. What what happened to you? Oh, uh, the 
tell him tell him about the Furian guy and his yeah. guards and how so, they stabbed me. Can you tell him about that? Yeah, I can let I can feel Mr. Shelby. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, we had a run in at the hospital because uh, the Don of Weed is now deceased, uh, <gasps> and every inclination is that Furian stabbed him in the side after whoever had poisoned him. Uh, Furian's men finished him off, but before that happened. Uh, before he, in his final moments, uh, he and Damien had a, had an exchange, most tender, and a cipher to the almanac, which Furion is in possession of. And I believe that will bring you up to speed. Oh, yes, and we now have a new associate, um, this fine gentleman, Pierre Despereau. And, of course, Pierre. you know Jeremiah. Waves his hands. Um, and he shakes hands with Jeremiah, but only in passing to move over to you, Damien, and, and he reaches out to, to shake your hand, and he says, I'm... I'm so sorry for your loss. And I and I pull him in and put both my arms around this tiny man. <laughs> you kind of like drag him over the bar. Yeah, <laughs> drag him in for the hug. Oh, 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 oh okay, okay, big man. Yeah, hey, man, I'm, I'm so I'm very eight sorry. martinis drunk. <laughs> ah, there we go. That that'll explain it. Right. And I turn you out and keep my arm around him and have you stand next to me. He does, and he's, well, uh, gentlemen, um, Jeremiah, thank you so much for calling me. Uh, this is um, probably the best time for us to, to maybe go back um, and and debrief, and, and possibly I have, I have a few things I need to share with you as well. Um, it is getting late. I heard it's pretty, it's like one in the morning, is that right? It's Nailed qu- it. Absolutely, absolutely nailed it. And he winks at you, Doc. It's quite late, Damien. Let us get uh, home and get you tended up. And we yeah, can then move forward. Time. Oh, Shelby, did did I tell you that Doc disappeared? I turned to him. That's... I'm like, I just mouthed the word Shelbington, and I'm like, it's, it's fine. Let's get <laughs> Shelbington. He 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 poofed away. That's that's amazing. Like in a black puff of smoke. He's he'll do that sometimes. I it's was okay. Summoned to another Wait, dimension. So you knew yes. that he. Disappeared. He looks. He looks over the bar and looks at Jeremiah and points at Desperoni. Says, "You help out with this one, Jeremiah." And Jeremiah, yeah, no problem. And then he, he kind of guides you guys back into the kitchen. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, but puff of smoke, totally. Yep, knew that I, and one." Before I go, I, I leave our card with Pierre because I don't know if Pierre knows how to get in touch with us. So, I've I have, I have business cards. Yes, of course. <laughs> what? I'm J H Jean Pierre Duvernay. <laughs> What's, he, a doctor what's of the sorts. card tell him where we're at it's a doctor of sorts yes that's it's all like, it is it's a card that has my name on it and when you flip it over it says of sorts <laughs> and that's how, it how does he use it to contact it's us it's magical like, damien please this is a fantasy mm, realm it's got it? a direct link to his facetime mm-hmm. it's a qr code slides right into my dms i believe <laughs> And I follow, I follow Carol and Drunken Damien into the kitchen where I think there's a portal. Yeah, um, and uh, Carol leads you guys back through the portal, and as you come out the other side, you find yourselves in the oh-so-cozy uh, oh, home of one nice. Carol Shelby. And I go sit on his couch. <laughs> you, you, go, you rest up. Um, he puts a, a nice blanket over you, and um, Doc, he... Is this magical? It is. It will put you right to sleep and embrace you in a warm, long hug. And in the morning, we will take care of everything, Damien. 
That oh, was I'm so sorry. That was really easy. It well, the, Jeremiah makes very strong martinis. Would you like a tea? That would be delightful. Yep. Sorry, did you say martinis? No, yes. I said we're gonna have a tea. It comes nice a cozy tea. He puts the pot, the kettle on, um, and he says, "Well, did anything else happen while you guys were away?" Well, if if memory serves correctly, you sent us on an errand to find out about the dawn of wheat from the letter. We met Pierre Despero in the Dawn of Wheat's office to find that the almanac had been stolen and that Pierre Despero had been hired by the family to inquire about the poisoning of said Dawn of Wheat. We then proceeded to the hospital. You think Pierre's lying? Yep. That's possible. He does seem to be on the up and up, but he also is a hired detective. Very much like ourselves. Um, we then proceeded to the hospital where we... Oh, yes, he was correct. I was... I had a probable... I don't recall. A probable imposition. Uh, where... Well, long story short, Mr. Shelby, I have powers given to me by a patron, and sometimes that patron can be quite impatient with me. So... I was summoned away, and Pierre and Damien were shocked by my sudden departure, and then, hence worth my return, but everything's fine. They didn't tell us anything about it. I tried to, Damien, yeah, I tried to explain everything. He whispered to some child in an alleyway. Yes, that happened as well. I I reached out to... Pretty suspicious, if you ask. I think Alexis Heiberger, or something to that effect. Oh, we met his kid. I don't have a child, Damien. We've already established that. We did run uh, into a young street urchin that... Didn't he try to rob us or something? What was it? No, he he was telling you about his brother with your family and how he had to talk to more of your kids. That's true. He did have to talk to more of your kids. I'll get an update, uh, usually from my system of little birds. Uh, His family. Then we went to the hospital. We ran... uh, Had to find our way through because there was quite rude front desk attendant, but we have Yeah, a managed. woman helped us get in. I hope she's okay. Um, <laughs> and then we tried to go to the Dawn of Wheat's room only to find Lord Furion and some of his scarlet retinue uh, there ahead of us, and luckily Damien escaped with the little bruising and scarring that he had. Yeah, but... I didn't see how you escaped. It's pretty suspect. Yeah, I was unscathed <laughs> because I have to rely a little bit more on my wit than pretty my suspect. physical prowess. If you now think that I'm suspect, mm. I'm more than happy to go back to my medical practice. However, the Dawn of Weed is now dead. Lord Furion is in possession of the almanac. I don't know how we're going to acquire that, but the almanac does him no good considering that there is a cipher uh, that we are in possession of. And the quill has an extra copy in case the spores eat it in Damien's pocket. Ah, one other thing. When I was summoned away to my other dimension, Mm -hmm. my patron informed me of a tombstone in a certain graveyard and let me know that that was the beginning or a gateway or something and that 
I would know the tombstone because it was marked with a medallion, or I, I'm not sure, but it was. It seemed quite important that I let you know this, Shelby, because it has more to speak of with the dretches in our incoming fog problem. Wholly separate, I think, from this dawn of wheat strand of detecting. Doc, that's it's quite amazing. Um, I'll, I'll start researching the the medallion immediately. Um, Some type of gateway. Does that mean anything to you? Um, n- not yet, but I, I'll see what I can find. Uh, hmm. uh, you look you look pretty tired out. It, please feel free to rest, uh, and then maybe we can do a level up, and then um, <laughs> I'll have the next part of the story ready to go. But I am <laughs> exhausted, and uh, I'm more concerned about Damien and what's to come oh, with him in the next. About me, I'm all right. You're right. I'm sure He'll feel great right. in the morning. Uh, shall we leave him on this couch, or shall we try to I get I think that's it? best. Okay, then I will retire to our quarters, and I thank you, as always, for your hospitality, Mr. Shelby. And you make your way back uh, into the warm, warm room. Uh, your bed, oh, so inviting. You put your head on your pillow, and within moments, fall asleep.